Good morning. It's time for the Kern County Real Estate Review on AM 1560, FM 97.7, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com with Kern County's most listened to realtor and the host of our show, well, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker, consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide, Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, during which time she successfully helped over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. Working with an expert makes the process easy and puts more money in your pocket. So let them make you their next success story. And actually, as I was reading that... We've got a special guest host today, Lauren. Good morning, Lauren. How are you? Good morning, Adelaide. I'm great. So for those of you out there that just heard Lauren instead of Lori, you might be scratching <laughs> your heads. Um, my name is Lauren Larios, and I'm one of Lori's buyer specialists at the McCarty Group. I am a realtor myself, and I predominantly work with buyers. So unfortunately, Lori had a family emergency today and cannot make it into the studio. Mm. I would like to ask each of you to um, keep her family in your prayers. Rest assured, Lori's okay, and she'll be back in the studio next week, but there's just no way that she could be here today. Um, Lori wanted the show to go on, so to speak, and asked me to fill in just for today. So as I mentioned, I'm one of Lori's buyer's agents at the McCarty Group. You may recognize my voice and name as I've been on the show before as a guest and on the open house open mic interviews this is my first time ever hosting a radio show so please give me some grace <laughs> <laughs> now lauren Lori did say you're one of her favorites oh uh, wait good. are we on the air i probably shouldn't yeah you probably shouldn't, uh, say we shouldn't that have said that out loud i'm sorry <laughs> but no i know she has tremendous respect for you and you always do a great job when you when you're on the show or doing your open house so you know what's going on today it's the first saturday of the new month and that means it's open house open mic right yes it sure is adelaide so for those of you loyal listeners out there you should recognize this special monthly show on our open house open mic show we feature a special guest open houses being actively held and we will have an opportunity to chat with those agents on air and the best part of all of it is that the show's interactive um it's the only time where all you listeners out there can call in and get your questions answered on air Awesome. And Lauren, I think our open house, open mic shows are some of the most popular and most listened to. Don't you agree? Yes, I definitely agree, Adelaide. So this show presents a marvelous opportunity for our sellers to showcase their homes and attract potential buyers um, with their homes being highlighted on the show. It really serves as a magnet and draws buyers in. As one of the agents that's hosted these open house, open mic, open houses, um, I can personally attest that these shows ignite enthusiasm in buyers and drives them to visit those featured homes. Awesome. And how many open houses are we featuring today? So today we have two fantastic homes and they've just hit the market. I'm going to tell all you listeners out there, these properties are hot new listings. Um, and these open houses are truly your first opportunity to view the homes. They're also both very reasonably priced, and so I know they're not going to last long. The agents hosting these homes are going to be speaking with all of us in just a little bit, and they're going to share with us all the details about these houses. 
And besides talking about real estate, we have two fantastic guests sitting across from me, Dale Edwards and Lindsay Ono, hosts of the County Garden Radio Show. If you're a Bakersfield native like myself, both of these names might sound familiar to you. And if you have any sort of gardening or landscaping questions, between these two experts, your question will get answered. I already have a few of my own personal gardening questions I want to ask. With all this rain and snow in the surrounding mountains, it might have a lot of you dreaming of sunny days. I know I am for sure. I love how clear our air has been, and I'm so thankful that we're getting the rain that we so desperately need. But I'm a California girl, and I really need my sunshine and warmer temps. I've been chomping at the bit to get out in my yard again and get ready for spring and summer. As the hail versus snow controversy continues, of course. <laughs> it was sleet. It wasn't hail. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'll just throw one another one in there. One. That's awesome. So, <laughs> but I am glad we're getting a break from the rain today. Um, Lauren, did you see Lori made the front page of the Bakersfield Californian, too? Did you see that? Yes, I sure did. And um, I'm glad you brought that article up. It was definitely exciting to see my boss on the cover, and let me just say that was a fantastic picture of her. Um, The article included a couple of short quotes from her, but they left out a bunch of the good stuff that she shared with them. And I have some notes in front of me, so let's just take a moment to talk about real estate, and more specifically, let's chat about our local market. So it seems like whenever I'm talking to anyone outside of the real estate industry about the local market, they want to tell me that they know the market is crashing and they know home prices are dropping. And I'm sorry, folks, but you guys are wrong. I think a lot of people out there rely on like the big media outlets for their real estate news. This nationwide news, though, is not applicable to what's happening here locally in Kern County. So let's talk about what's really going on at home. I'm a straight shooter, and I'm going to give you all of you out there the facts. According to the Golden Empire MLS, which I like to tell buyers that MLS is like the agent's version of Zillow, um, this is our local MLS. And as of this past Thursday, there were 785 homes listed for sale in Kern County. If you compare this number to last year, that's a 66.7% increase. Now, don't start to panic. I know this increase in inventory may sound to you like the market's crashing, but that's not true. Now, let's take a look at the month of inventories. Before I give you this figure, let me remind you there are three types of real estate markets. A buyer's market, a seller's market, and a balanced or neutral market. As a general rule, three to six months of inventory is considered to be normal or balanced. Over six months of inventory, and we have a buyer's market. If it's less than three months, then we have a seller's market. The smaller the available inventory, the tighter the market is. The greater the inventory, the more flexibility the market offers. It's all about supply and demand. So, as of this past Thursday, we have 2.2 months of inventory available in Kern County, according to our Golden Empire MLS. You might be surprised to hear this, but that's actually a 12% decrease from the month prior. So, technically, we're still in a seller's market. One more thing I want to point out very quickly is that the price per square foot in Kern County, according to the Golden Empire MLS, the average price per square foot sold is $218 currently. At the same time last year, the average price per square foot was $211. We've seen a 3.3% increase. So are home values taking? No. We are no longer seeing dramatic jumps, though, in home values. Instead, we've returned to normal, and we're now seeing steady, predictable increases. Returning to normal, isn't that what we've all been wanting, you know, since the pandemic? Anyways, I digress. So, 
I think it's time to kick off the show, and let's get our first agent on the line. Hi, how are you? This morning, we will be speaking with Jake Ryan from Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors. Jake Ryan is a young, dedicated local realtor who specializes in residential properties throughout Bakersfield with a strong work ethic and a passion for helping others. He has already made a significant impact in his first year of business, assisting numerous families in achieving their dreams of home ownership. Jake is known for being incredibly professional and consistently going above and beyond to provide top-notch service to his clients. So, Adelaide, do you have Jake on the line? Yes, I think I think he was actually trying to get on there early. Oh, Jake, there. Where Hi, Lauren. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Good morning, Jake. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on the show. So, can you tell all of us where are you holding an open house today, and how long will you be there? All right, so I'm holding an open house on 9013 Thurber Lane, and it's going to be from this Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. both days. Fantastic. So can you tell us a little bit about the home? All right, so this one is actually new on the market. It is the first week. It's a three-bedroom, two-bathroom home. It's almost 1,700 square feet, and it's currently listed at 385. Okay, that sounds like quite the deal, especially with that square footage. So I know the sellers of this home have done quite a few upgrades. Could you share with us just a few of them? They have. So a couple of them are going to be the kitchen. Um, They've updated the kitchen with beautiful granite countertops. Um, It does have a very nice backsplash as well as newer stainless steel appliances. And the primary bathroom has been updated as well, and it does feature a large walk-in shower and a large glass enclosure. Nice. Okay, Jake. So I know your open house is already in full swing, and I'm sure I need to let you go so you can get back to it. But before we let you go, can you tell us what you like most about this home? You know, I think I'm going to have to go with the kitchen. Um, You know, it has lots of space. It has plenty of cabinetry, and the countertops are just beautiful. Perfect. Well, Jake, it sounds like the open house is already busy and off to a great start, so we'll let you go. It is. Um, Tell our listeners just one more time where you are and how long you'll be there. All right. So I am at 9013 Thurber Lane in Campus Park, and I will be here today and tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Fantastic. Thank you so much for talking with us today, Jake, and good luck on that open house and getting that home sold. All right. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. You too. So looking at the clock, it's time for us to take a short break. When we return, we will get Dale and Lindsay on air to pick their brains about gardening and landscaping. And I know I've been doing most of the talking so far, but remember, this is Open House, Open Mic Saturday. So let's talk real estate. If you have any questions, just pick up the phone and call. Our number here at the station is 661-399-1560. Again, the number is 661-399-1560. We would love to talk with you. Stay tuned to the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back after this break. It's no fun missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. 
I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to themccartygroup.com and start packing. Hi, Dennis Prager here, host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. If you've got questions about real estate, she's got answers. Tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. right here on KNZR 1560 AM 97.7 FM. Now that's smart. And we're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And if you're just tuning in, Lauren is about to introduce our special guests today, Dale Edwards and Lindsay Ono, to talk about preparing for yards for spring and summer. And we're also taking your calls on air today, so give us a call, 661-399-1560 to chat. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, good morning. So as Adelaide said, um, this is Lauren. Lori is unfortunately unable to be in the studio today, but it is time for us to introduce our guests this morning. We have Dale Edwards and Lindsay Ono. And so for those of you out there, you probably know these names. Dale and Lindsay are longtime fellow radio hosts of their show, Country Garden Radio. On their show, Dale's known as the Sultan of Sod, and Lindsay is known as the Plant Professor. Thank you so much for being on the Kern County Real Estate Review this morning. How are each of you doing? Doing great. Good morning. Welcome to the Country Garden. <laughs> yeah, heard every Saturday morning. Yeah, da 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 blah blah. From turf to trees, plants to ponds, okra to oleanders. If you know who we are, we've been saying that for over twenty years. That's right. But you know, today we're here to talk about curb appeal. There we go. You know, you, it does make a great difference when you have a beautiful landscape and when people are thinking about transitioning to selling their homes now is the time to start thinking about what am i going to do for my yard because the yard is the very first thing that people will see as they approach your home absolutely and as a realtor i will say if your yard doesn't look good not only will buyers be turned off when they pull up in front of the house, but they might not even make it to that point. So many people start their search online and that first front picture matters so much and your yard needs to look good in that photo. And we can't just Photoshop it either. It needs to look good in person. And it's time to get out there and get it to work. Everyone who knows anything about uh, gardening knows that Super Bowl season is when you put your down your pre, pre-emergent. We would have told people that for years, and uh, people were in the routine. Well, guess what? It rained. It rained, and it rained, and it rained, and it rained, and uh, spit Still some more rain coming on the way. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, more rain tomorrow, right? I personally did my pre-emergent and did a weed control, but I'm going to have to do it again in about two weeks because uh, usually it lasts for about 90 days. Well, With all the rain that we had, most of it got washed away, and so it's not going to do its weed control. And so, so you what have, is the purpose, though, of pre-emergent? Pre-emergent stops weeds from germinating. Doesn't kill the ones that are already there. You okay. do you there are you know there are thousands of weeds that come about. Uh, like I said, we've been on the air for uh, twenty-eight years, and that just means we're old. And uh, <laughs> uh, but 
Talk for yourself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that's really one of the things is that the the most important time to eliminate weeds is before they start. And so once a, a, a weed becomes a plant and once it flowers, then it could set out thousands of seeds that will be in your yard for years to come. And that's really the the challenge that you have and so many people go out and they spray their weeds and then they don't see anything happen because there's more weed seeds that pop right up so we oh, encourage so you. it's not that it's not effective it's just you're too late or that you didn't <laughs> put in a pre-emergent you didn't okay. weeds, you know went out and you sprayed right now the the most uh, effective weed control product on the market that homeowners can buy is made by roundup it's roundup for lawns and and that's real confusing because a lot of people think oh well my lawn is all brown out there and i'll go spray roundup and then they have all kinds of damage but they do make roundup for lawns and that that's probably the best thing for weed control but then after you do that then you want to put a pre-emergent the one i like is either pendimethalum or dimension and that depends upon what type of grass you have if you have fescue which is the one that stays green year round then pendimethalum is the safest and probably the most effective if you have a bermuda lawn that uh, doesn't have ryegrass in it then dimension is a great product that that does great control for crabgrass and all the other weeds that, that come around yep so and also there's a lot of people that are going natural They don't want to use the chemical herbicides or insecticides or pesticides. And so one of the things that you could do is uh, go with manual labor. You know, you get it before it has a chance to really become sizable. And so when they're really tiny and small, you can pick them out and pull them off really easily. If they go to flower or start developing a flower, the most important thing to remember is if you're not going to pull all the weeds, at least pluck all the flowers off. Okay. And the reason why is because that'll stop the the seeding process. So you'll be able to eliminate it. Now, there are some nice remedies that are natural, like vinegar. So That's what I was going to ask about. Yes. Because I've seen doing like vinegar with a little bit of Dawn dish soap mm-hmm. and a little bit of water, putting that in a sprayer, and then yep. that's supposed to And help. it does work. Okay. No, it does work, but it's not it's not going to stay there as long it doesn't do a, you might have to spray it two to three times to get the same kill that you would with the chemical okay. uh, based and then also there's a difference between vinegar from the grocery store versus vinegar for your garden oh good to know i didn't so, know that so because the, when i tried this out i just got vinegar from the grocery store yeah so vinegar <laughs> from the grocery store is highly diluted Okay. And horticultural vinegar is actually very heavily concentrated. In fact, it's, you need to wear gloves, and it's slightly dangerous because of its caustic um, pH. And so when we look at spraying that, it basically shocks the plant really quickly, and then it'll kill it out. But it is a contact herbicide, so it's only going to affect what you spray it on. But here's the advantage. Vinegar in the soil will actually acidify your soil, and actually, it improves the soil condition. Which is a benefit besides just killing the weeds. And that is available at uh, your local nurseries. I know that uh, Bowles Nursery has, has that uh, vinegar available. And so, just to let people know, uh, White Forest on the east side of town. So, you know, we, we love all the nurseries, all the local people. We don't care where you buy it. And so, it is available. Good to know, because that's what was going to be my next question. Is like, well, where do you find this magical vinegar? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
Okay. So with spring just around the corner, besides pre-emergent, what are you guys recommending that people start doing in their yards? Like what should they be adding to their to-do list for the weekend? Fertilize, baby. Fertilize now. Get it down. Get it even before the rain. And I like a product called Grow Power Flower and Bloom, even for the lawns, but especially on, you know, any citrus, any uh uh, fruit-bearing plants, okay. grow power, flower, and blooms. Got zinc in it that'll help uh, the plants that hold the fruit on when we get what's called June drop. Mm-hmm. That's when we have the real change of, of <laughs> I mean, just bam, it goes from nice and cool, and all of a sudden, boom, it's hot summer in Bakersfield already, <laughs> and most people will lose their fruit. Well, how that stops that from happening is having zinc in the fertilizer, and that that's one product that. I use on my lawn, and I use it also on, you know, every flower that I have, every every fruit tree. Now, the, and and there's a number of chemical based fertilizers, but the drawback with the chemical based fertilizers is kind of like the Red Bull of fertilizers. It gets into the system very quickly. It shoots them up really fast, especially on your spring plants. It they become dessert foods for the insects. So what you want to do is you want to go a little bit slower using grow power, which is an organic. It feeds the soil microbes and organisms, but also it breaks down into the soil slowly and then stays in the soil, unlike chemical-based fertilizers that will actually dissolve very quickly. And with the rains, it'll actually wash away out of the root zone and then down into our water tables where it could possibly uh, toxify some of our waters. Now, what about fish fertilizer? Have you guys seen? Fish emulsions? Yeah. Uh, They are good. They stink. They stink. Please tell me it's actually effective. I just bought some at Lowe's a couple nights ago. They stink. (laughs) Do not use that as a houseplant fertilizer. No, I know that. I've I've used it before and only outside because it smells awful. Yeah, and that's the reason why a lot of people don't like to use it. Okay. So. And and I'm rolling my eyes if you 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 had the camera in here. It works, but man, it's not worth the you know what you're uh, putting up with. Uh, uh, grow power is a whole lot. Bro- well, know, it's okay. grow power, flower and bloom. Grow power plus. You know, the only people that love product. that are the fishermen. Yeah, this is the smell of a catch. <laughs> <laughs> I got something. Yeah, okay. I got my limit this week. <laughs> yeah, his, his, but, but that's that's really the thing is that when you look at fertilization for your yard, mm-hmm. fertilizers for your yard is basically like the meals for your your plants. And when you think about your kids, you know, or your yourself, you want to eat on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and that's what makes the big difference is. When you get fed regularly, then that makes healthier plants, stronger plants, but also more resistant to insects and diseases. Good to know. So is there any time of the year that you shouldn't be fertilizing? As we approach the wintertime, a lot of tender plants. So plants like bougainvilleas, tropical hibiscus, uh, even some of the citrus we don't want to be uh, fertilizing as we go into winter. And the big reason is because it'll push some brand new growth that will be sensitive to the cold. This time of the year, except up maybe in Tehachapi, where they're probably even going to get snow again uh, to, you know, tomorrow. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so Tehachapi starts Mother's Day. Yes, that's, when, that's yes. when you start your fertilization schedule. And about every 30 days... Uh, after after that after, after mother's day now starting in probably two more weeks we'll go hit it every 30 days 
and, yeah. and it keeps it nice and healthy. Keeps the you, you have a lawn that's growing nice and healthy, and and guess what? That keeps a lot of the weeds out. Okay, good to know. Okay, so looking at the clock, it's probably time for us to take a short break. When we get back, I want to talk to Dale and Lindsay about what plants thrive in our area. Remember, if you have any questions for Dale, Lindsay, or for me, call us at 661-399-1560. Again, that's 661-399-1560. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lauren Larios filling in for Lori McCarty on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. The times we're living in are unparalleled, and it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer, or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options, and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with Kern County's most listened to realtor, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group, and our host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. And this morning, Lauren is filling in for Lori and is interviewing Dale Edwards and Lindsay Ono about getting your yard ready for spring and summer. Lauren, now before we get back to the interview with Dale and Lindsay, I have another agent on the phone for you. I have Margaret Edmonston on hold. Fantastic. So Margaret is one of our longtime buyer specialists at the McCarty Group. She has over 20 years of experience in real estate, and she is an expert at helping her buyers. When Margaret isn't busy selling homes, you will find her in the kitchen. She is an amazing cook. From her savory crepes to her chicken pasta salad to her delicious lemon bars, The list goes on, and I could go on and on forever. I mean, I love her cooking. Everything she makes is so good. So, Margaret, can you hear me? I guess I can, Lauren. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm good, and happy birthday, Margaret. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, excellent. I'm going to be doing an open house at 10408 Dorchester. That's in the north, um, the southwest, actually, right off of Old River Road. Um, It's in the Windsor Park area, um, and it's a fabulous three-bedroom, two-bath home. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Margaret, so much for being on the show on your birthday and also holding an open house on your birthday. So can you tell us a little bit about the neighborhood? 
Um, this is the Windsor Park um, area at Seven Oaks. It's right there um, across from Mercy Southwest. Um, it has a beautiful park in the middle. Um, it's great schools. It is, um, and the house is fabulous. It has quartz countertops, and the cabinets have been resurfaced. This is a Kyle Carter home, and we all know how well he built his homes, in the, and it is one that will last for a long time. Yes, Kyle Carter is definitely known as having some of the best built homes. So can you tell us a little bit about that kitchen? It really looks so pretty in pictures. Right. Like I said, the countertops are quartz. The cabinets have been resurfaced. The stainless steel appliances and the farmhouse sink just make it a cook's desire, a dream kitchen. And then it also has a great um, breakfast area overlooking the gorgeous backyard. Perfect. And so I noticed in the pictures that the dining room's enclosed and it has French doors. Um, do you think that room could have another use if, let's say, someone doesn't have the need for a formal dining room? Oh, definitely. That could also be an office. Uh, most people like offices at home, or it could be converted into a fourth bedroom easily. Fantastic. And so the other space that really stands out to me is that primary bedroom and bathroom. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that space? Well, Kyle Carter always built large closets. I think he knew people like to have a lot of space for storage <laughs> and for clothes. And then in the bathroom, it also has been converted to quartz countertops and dual sinks. And it has a, a nice stand-up glass shower. Perfect. So, Margaret, I know it's almost time for us to let you go and get back to your open house. But could you tell me, is there anything else about this home that you think our listeners should know? Um, I just think that the luxury vinyl planks throughout the flooring just gives it a clean, crisp feel. Um, so, yeah, I will be at the property on Dorchester today between 12 and 2. I'm just about ready to put my signs out. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Margaret. And I know this beautiful home's going to go quickly. You'll want to stop by this open house between 12 and 2 p.m., like Margaret said. Or if you can't make it, you can call your realtor to schedule a private showing. So if you stop by, make sure to wish Margaret a happy birthday. So well, thank you, Lauren. Thank <laughs> you, Margaret. So shifting our focus back to our guests, Dale Edwards and Lindsay Ono, let's talk about getting your yard ready for spring. So are there any plants that you guys think do particularly well in our area that you would recommend people plant in their yards? Maybe plants that are hard to kill and still look pretty? Most lawns are hybrid Bermuda. That's the common because it takes very little water. And uh, when when Old Riverside was still around, mm -hmm. uh, we sold El Toro Zoysia, though that is harder to get. Now it, it's still possible. There's companies down in Palm Springs that have Zoysias. And, uh, Why is it hard to come by? I You know what? Because the chemicals that would keep the Bermuda out was taken off the market uh, when, okay. when when we had a governor change. Okay. And uh, uh, the chemicals that have been available to replace it are not that effective. And, you, you know, it's hard to get people to change. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it, it's my favorite because it's hypoallergenic, produces the least amount of pollen of any grass available. Kind of water. My, my, my lawn has been in for... 30 years and i water it when it's 105 115 one time a week wow and that's it but i didn't go from watering it 
you know, like most people water their lawns every day, and mm-hmm. there's no lawn that in Kern County that needs to be watered every day. It, people do even it when of it's habit. triple digits. Even when it's triple digits. Really? Uh, if you 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 start right now, we're, we just came from the home show, mm-hmm. and the home show that was the thing we pound is, hey, it's time to take control of your your you know your sprinkler system, turn it off. Mine's been off since last October. After I put the ryegrass in, I got it up, let it watered it. Uh, Twice a day for about seven days. Once a day for seven days. After that, turn the water off. Hasn't been on since. Period. Wow. And so, you, you there's enough water. In, we've had enough rain this year that we doesn't need it. Still hasn't been on because it's going to have rain. We're probably going to have rain on Sunday. Probably about three, two weeks after that. The only time I put it on is when I put the pre-emergent down three weeks ago. Turned it on for about fifteen minutes, and that was it. But all people's lawns that are in and established, that means that they're over a year old, should be watered maybe once uh, every other day. Uh, In about a year later, you could go to once every two days, every three days, and then get it to where you can water. Probably most of our lawns could be easily watered twice a week, and that'd be plenty of water for even our fescue lawns. Yep, and so if you think about plants, mm-hmm. you know, the, the most important thing to think of is what colors, what themes is your yard? Because okay. when we have our themes and our colors schemes for our yard, just like we do with decorating the inside of the house, mm-hmm. then we also want to decorate the outside of the yard as well. And it's, it really depends on your home because a yard is designed to show off the house. And if you have a mission-style house and you go with a modern design, it's not going to look proper. Okay. And so it, most people will not understand why it doesn't look very good. But uh, for people that understand architecture and landscape design, then they will be able to see right away that these two things, it's kind of like wearing two different colored socks that don't even match or coordinate, you know, and that's really the key is looking at what you like and what you enjoy. And don't there, we have a person who even teaches about that at the college, don't we, sir? Well, I am a plant professor, so, <laughs> you know, and, I, and and we have a class that's coming up, too. It's the Edible Education Garden Classes, and they're free coming up uh, starting March 18th, uh, 25th, and Ju- uh, April 4th. And so that's all about uh, edible landscapes. Uh, but, uh, you could go to bakeswoodcollege.edu, sign up for that. It's just three hours, uh, nine to 12 on those Saturdays. And then we talk all about, uh, vegetable gardens, but we also talk about landscaping. And And the most important thing, say it again, it's free. Oh, it is free. There you go, baby. (laughs) There is no cost to join this class. It's a uh, benefit of the community college district. That is fantastic. Okay, so if people are trying to figure out what theme to go with and what theme will best complement their house when it comes to landscaping, but they have like no idea where to start, what resources to look into, do you have any sort of recommendations for them? Well, actually, I am the director of education for the California Landscape Contractors Association. Okay, so could they reach out to you? <laughs> yeah, they could go to uh, kerncountyclca.org and they can actually look up... Uh, our local landscape contractors uh, that okay. we have that are licensed and insured and know their stuff. And this is really one of the keys is that you can actually visit with them and learn how 
uh, all about the landscape process itself. And figure there. out what's going to look best and what's going to look nice together. Yep. We have great resources also in just our nurseries, the, uh, you know, Yep. White Forest over on the east side, Bowles on this side, Reimer's Nursery, all the local nurseries yep. that around that have been around for a long time. Zach's Big Tree Nursery. Absolutely. Yep. And we can't forget about Robbie's either. Oh, and oh, Robbie's. Kathy, you have Kathy to go Robinson. over there and pet the burrow, too, when you yes. go visit. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go see Kathy. That's right. Yep. And those are all the different ones that uh, are local and know their stuff. And that's really one of the big keys to going to a local nursery is that they are catering not from a buyer from the Midwest mm-hmm. or from the East Coast, but they are working with themselves because they have grown up here and they know what grows here. And that's really the big key is having local plants and local knowledge. And they help you with troubleshooting too. So if you're somebody who I don't know keeps killing kangaroo paws, I cannot keep them alive. No matter what I do, I can't keep that plant alive in my yard. The biggest reason is overwatering. You think that's what's happening? Yep. So kangaroo paw is a drought-tolerant plant. It has beautiful little flowers that look like kangaroo paws. They Mm -hmm. come in reds, pinks, uh, yellows, whites, and purples. And so a lot of different varieties to choose from. But when you grow it, you know, the most important thing is watch the water individually when it's first planted and now's a great time to get it in the ground because you won't have to do a whole lot to it and uh, maintenance is going to be very easy and then after we get into the mid-spring then uh, we'll have more of a chance to get warmer conditions but you'll still watch that water individually and this is the thing is that people think that they plant it and they walk away because the sprinkler system will come on and actually, that's not the case for brand new plantings. It's the case for your established plants. Okay. And then the other factor that's coming in is that you can come and see us at Garden Fest at Bakersfield College happening April 15th. And we'll have a open house where we're going to be showing off the edible garden and the peace gardens. We'll have a lot of the different landscape contractors from the CLCA there as well as other uh, organizations uh, and the edible education gardens and the edible schoolyard will be there as well and the most important thing is i'm cheap i don't like to spend a lot of money and you can go buy the students plants that they do all the work and you support the students and that makes you feel good but the big thing is you can save the money put it in your own pocket baby and it's free to attend and it's free to attend and free parking it's up at bakersfield college yep and so that's, that's, April that's, 15th. that's a great event uh, for everybody. And if anybody wants to uh, get in as a vendor, so we have arts and craft fair. We have uh, a uh, food truck fair that's going on with that. Oh, we also have uh, a beer and wine garden that's going to be in there. Uh, this sounds like a great in addition time. To one day. The I'm going to have to put this on my calendar. It's April 15th. Tax, tax day free. And it's free parking, which is a big deal. And it's free to get in. Yep. Okay. And so all they have to do is uh, contact GardenFest at BakersfieldCollege.edu and email us, and we'll send you a a vendor form to become a a participant. The other thing that people need to do is when they're designing it, you don't have to do the entire yard. You can go Mm -hmm. a little bit by a little bit. And there there are designers who will come out and um, show, give you ideas and you just mentioned one, Kathy Robinson. She mm-hmm. has went out to people's houses and, you know, 
make a design and do it do it okay i got you know ten thousand dollars to spend here you do a big part well, i got two thousand dollars this time you spend it in in this area and you can develop your entire yard to have a theme that looks like it's all coordinated when you're through now gardening is the number one hobby in the world is it really it, yes, is. it is okay and so when you look at gardening a lot of people want to get out in the garden because it's very therapeutic it's mm-hmm. very relaxing and enjoyable Absolutely. so here's what we do is we actually recommend you go to a landscape contractor have them install the irrigation system and all the large trees and larger shrubs Mm -hmm. and then you go to your local nursery and you buy just a few things each month or each quarter and what happens is you buy things that are in bloom for that time period then you go in and buy some more things that coordinate with the colors and the theme of the garden and it blooms for that time period you'll have color year round in your garden and it'll be a show place that the neighborhood will just love and your friends will be going how'd you do this well i did it because i listened to the country garden <laughs> and the other thing is don't do it all at one time don't go out one day shopping and buy you know 300 flats of flowers and then you go home and you say oh i'm already tired from unloading these things and they just sit there and they die just do a little bit at a time yeah okay. and that's really the case you know pick an hour and just do uh you know five plants Okay. Each weekend, and and that that will energize you, but it'll get you into the garden. You'll be relaxed, and by the time Monday comes around, you won't be sore because you haven't been working that hard, but you will be relaxed and ready to take on the week. And don't just pick up the flowers; also pick up the compost when you're there. Uh, probably one of the best compost now is uh, one called Kellogg's Harvest and Bloom. And put that down with, when you're planting. Put that down first. Mix it into your soil, because that will save you know save water. Okay. And when I talk about using like Grow Power Plus, I'm not getting paid by Grow Power to, to mention that product. I've seen it used for over forty you know forty two years. And I always say uh, you know the Sultan Assad from Old River Sod. And Old River Sod's not even in business anymore. We you know we were there for forty three years. I was there for forty two of them. And uh, we've closed up, but still, I, I am concerned about people's yards. And I, last week, one of my landscapers, you know, calls me up and says, "Okay, I need Saint Augustine. Can I get seed?" Well, that's not a, that you can't get seed for Saint Augustine. They have a shady area, and, and other grasses won't grow. And they, the homeowner wanted that. So, I, my suggestion was, you can get plugs. Uh, they come from out of state, so they're they're not very successful. Or you can go down to Camarillo and pick up from other sod farms that still grow St. Augustine. Pick up, you know, just maybe 100 square feet, cut it up yourself, and it's very economical, and you can put, put your yard in. Within a year, you've got a beautiful yard. And so that's a certain type of grass that likes the heat mm-hmm. and will will survive with, you know, without a lot of water and survive in the shade and so that's a big thing once people are in and their trees have grown and they're established Mm -hmm. uh, getting grasses to grow underneath the shade tree that is one of the answers yep and so when we look at gardening itself you know make it simple but make it long lasting and that's really where that organics comes into play every time that you put a few plants in grab a bag of organic compost and then put that around the rest of the yard because our soils when they are constructed in these subdivisions basically Mm -hmm. they've removed all the richest soil to make 
way for the pads for the homes and for their construction. So Make them we, hard as a rock so they, can so, pa- so they can pour the cement. Yep, but when we add organics in on a regular basis, then that actually enriches our soil environment for the plants. And then it uh, also allows that water and oxygen to percolate through the soil strata. And, okay. and you end up with healthy, healthy plants in a beautiful yard. And keep your lawn equipment. That, uh, that's where I'm at now, Kern River Power out on uh, North Chester. If you're, your lawnmower is getting re- ready to be lawnmower season, so go ahead and get the lawnmower sharpened and tuned up now. Don't wait till springtime when it, you know, when the rains have stopped and everybody's out there and then you're having a, a wake, two weeks wait before you get your lawnmower back. Go out there and get it done now. Get, get your new spark plug, new blades and everything. Get it done now. Perfect. Okay, so looking at the clock, it's probably time for us to take another little short break. And when we return, I actually want to ask you guys a bit about beneficial bugs and then also talk a little bit about getting your veggie garden ready. So I want to remind all of you, though, if you have any questions or comments for Dale, Lindsay, or me, or if you have any real estate questions you want answered, don't be shy. Just pick up the phone and call us at 661 399-1560. Again, that's 661-399-1560. This is Lauren Larios filling in for Lori McCarty on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. Hey, you confused about real estate entity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I've bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to, or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there, and you can start packing. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lauren Larios filling in for Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. And this morning, Lauren has been speaking with the hosts of Country Garden Radio, Dell Edwards and Lindsay Ono. And Lauren is also taking your calls live on air this morning, so pick up the phone. The number is 661-399-1560. Okay, so I have seen some nurseries selling ladybugs to add to your garden, and I wanted to find out from you guys, is this a marketing gimmick, or is there actually a good reason to introduce them to your yard, and are they actually even going to stay in your yard, or are they just going to go somewhere else? Okay, so 
Ladybugs are beneficial insects. They are predatory insects. They basically eat soft-bodied insects like aphids that are coming out in droves right now. And so here's the thing is that uh, you can put the ladybugs out, but you don't put them out during the day. You actually wait until it becomes dusk and just before it becomes dark, then you place them on your plants. And if we haven't had any rain, then what you want to do is make sure that you moisten those plants so they actually have some water uh, to drink when they land on, when you place them on your plants. And the reason why is that we do it at night is because they don't fly at night. And so if you put them out in the day, it's like, all right, freedom. I'm out of that carton. Now I get to go someplace. Where do I want to go? Ooh, that looks pretty cool over there. Yeah, go to my neighbor's. The neighbor's house on the other side of the fence. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's that's what happens. So what we do is we put it out at nighttime, and then that will allow them to stay right there. And then in the morning when they get up at dawn, then they'll start looking around. I'm hungry now, so I want to have some food, and I'm going to look for what I can find. And so there's... Ladybugs, there's also lacewing larvae that are very good. You can also find prey mantis, although the drawback with uh, many of the prey mantis, they'll, they'll sell what's called the egg case. Mm-hmm. And the egg case itself will hatch out the uh, immatures mm-hmm. or the nymphs that will become the adults. And the drawback is many of those are actually European um, prey mantis as opposed to North American prey mantis. Okay. And so they're a little bit larger uh, with our climate change. They're also seeming to take over uh, some of the area. So they'll have a tendency to eat um, more of our native um, insects. And the drawback with prey mantis is they are indiscriminate at what they eat. They'll eat themselves, too. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, okay, so maybe we don't put, get the praying mantis, but we could get the ladybugs for our yard. Get yards. the ladybugs. Yep. And everybody buys those, and then they come back and say, well, they didn't do anything. Well, that's because they went and put them home. You know, as soon as they got home with uh, with the kids, you go out there and let them see the kids. This you know, is exactly bug. what I did. That's exactly <laughs> that. And then you think, oh, man, that was just a waste of money. And you do them at nighttime, then they get attached to your house and, and your plants. And like you said, if it's been dry, be sure you just take, you know, water the plants just a little bit before you put them down. You know, and one of the things for all of our homeowners is that if you spray a broad spectrum insecticide, so it doesn't matter. So you have aphids, you have scale, and you just spray a indiscriminate uh, insecticide to kill those. What ends up happening is that we actually also kill out our predatory insects like the, the ladybugs and all these others. And so we end up actually having a problem because the bad bugs actually repopulate faster than the predatory insects because the predatory insects are slower to reproduce, but also the aphids and those types of insects, they reproduce so quickly because they have to become a population for the predators. And so if you spray, Generally, we find that more people will have problems down the road than if you never sprayed at all. I like this thing right here, the thumb and the garden hose. Put the thumb over the garden hose and spray those insects off, and then the the predators will start to find them. But what happens is, imagine yourself as an insect, a little aphid, and then you're going to be looking at a 20-foot wall of water coming at you. That's the equivalent of what 
those guys are feeling. And so you can knock down the majority of them, but you're going to have enough food that the predators will actually come and find them for you, and then they'll establish in your yard. Interesting. The other thing is, let's let's put out a warning and a caveat. Everybody gets home after work, 5.30 in the afternoon, about 6 o'clock, you finally got your short pants on, you're going out there and you're going to spray everything down. Well, guess what? That's not good. You want to do it before so it has time to dry out because you, your plants like to be put away dry. Your lawn is the same way. You water your lawns early in the morning. But when you're trying to take care of the plants, you do that about 5.30 before you know, it gets dark so it has time to still dry out. And so you don't create, you know, heat and water create fungus. And okay. so you don't want to go out there. And everybody does it, gets out there, sprays their house off, and they're playing in the water, and or they're helping their plants. And guess what? You're making a breeding ground for fungus and disease. Yeah. And also, when you're looking at whether your plants need water or not, do you wilt in the summertime? Yeah, I, I'm, yes. I'm really not a fan of our summers. <laughs> I need yep. to live over at the beach. And that's, that's the same thing that happens to our plants. They get a little bit stressed because we're 100 degrees. Okay. So what's going to happen is those plants are going to start to look a little bit droopy. But what you do is you look at them in the morning hours. Mm -hmm. If they look fine, then they're okay because they just droop down. One of their protective processes is actually to droop and enclose their leaves a little bit so they could drop trap uh, water vapor inside their foliage and then that allows them to recover much better so especially people see this with uh, squash so if you're using growing zucchini squash or some of these others they have a tendency to just wilt every day and it's not because of a lack of water it's because of a lack of cool temperatures and so uh, the big reason why your zucchini doesn't last throughout the rest of the summer is because it's actually been overwatered. Big wow. difference between heat deprivation and water deprivation. You look at everything early in the morning, if it's standing up tall and proud, doing good. The grass will talk to you. It'll turn a little bluish gray color if it's it's needing more more water. And if it's if it's got if it's healthy six o'clock in the morning, boom, leave it alone, baby. <laughs> yep. And so you know, if you want, uh, your listeners can go to bakersfieldcollege.edu, sign up for Ornamental Horticulture B72, which is, uh, yeah, B72, which is the class that's being taught for free. And so they can sign up for that particular class, and I will be in attendance with them. So I'll be there to answer all their questions. Okay, well, fantastic. So really quick, we're almost at the end of the show. I know we're getting close. You mentioned zucchini. Yes. vegetable gardens what veggies do you guys recommend that people plant this year what does best here well tomatoes peppers eggplant zucchini um, all of the different squashes all the different uh, bell peppers and chili peppers uh, you could do okra if you are into that one um, but there's just so many and so uh, the Edible Education Garden will have a lot of these on display and we'll have information for them at Garden Fest so they can learn about what plants to plant up. And then at Garden Fest, you can buy some of the plants too, right? To Absolutely. go put in your garden. Absolutely. Now, now, all our friends at the nursery are going to say, okay, don't make them wait till then. Come buy it from us and, and get them planted now. Uh, Should you be planting it now? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you could get started right away. Right away. Um, okay. So we're, we're still looking at a little bit of cool temperatures. So if you get it within the next two to three weeks, you'll be fine. Two weeks. 
Okay. Start making your plans. Now, where are you going to plant it? Because, you know, most most vegetables need sun. sun, Mm -hmm. And so don't put it right up against your wood where it's all, you know, hidden in shade 90% 90 of the day and you won't have success. The country garden was always always about one thing, making it simple, making people successful, and they'll fall in love with gardening again. And how many friends do I have that say, well, I just don't have a green thumb? Uh, You know, guess what? It just takes a little bit of, of, you know, education and uh you can you gotta have fun with it too absolutely and if you join the class i'll tell you how to become a lazy gardener Ooh, i like the sound (laughs) of that i think i might have to sign up for this class yep (laughs) and so go to babesocollege.edu ornamental horticulture b72 it's been a lot of fun we haven't done this in a long time it has been a great time thank uh, you guys both so much for being on the show i definitely could not have done this without you guys i'm so thankful that i had two seasoned professionals by my (laughs) side for my first time ever hosting a radio show so thank you both so much we love to talk and you did a marvelous job oh thank you guys thank you you are hired oh thanks fantastic so so before we sign off i I won't (laughs) i heard she makes a lot of money no no i definitely don't so um before we sign off i want to give all of you out there who are interested in attending one of our open houses just a quick little recap you'll want to stop by 9013 thurber lane and that's in bakersfield california 93311 from now until 2 p.m or tomorrow from 11 a.m to 2 p.m and then get in your car because just a few minutes away is our other open house happening at 10408 Dorchester Street in Bakersfield, California as well, 93311. And that one's going on from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And I encourage you, if any of you are in the market for a new home and one of these piques your interest, get in the car and go. With homes at these price points, they simply are not lasting. We are seeing them sell quickly again. So don't wait. Go see them. If you can't stop by one of these homes today and you're interested in obtaining more information, you can always call your favorite realtor or give us a call at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Your information as always, thank you for listening. I hope you can make your way over to at least one of our open houses to see them in person. Despite our great photographer, sometimes a photo just doesn't do a home justice. It was a pleasure spending time with you this morning and an honor filling in for Lori. I know Adelaide and Lori both look forward to visiting with you again next Saturday at 11 a.m. As a quick reminder, you can revisit the details of today's topic or encourage someone who'd benefit from today's information by tuning in to an encore presentation of the show each Sunday morning at 8 a.m. here on KNZR just before Sean Hannity. Or you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts by searching Kern County Real Estate Review. Or you can listen to them on our website at themccartygroup.com. This is Lauren Larios filling in for Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors. We wish you a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead. We'll be back next week with Lori in the studio.